Welcome to the Sales Made Simple podcast. It's for women just like you who want to make more money and grow a business that allows you to create an awesome life for you and your family. Money won't buy happiness, but it sure does help. I've spent 15 years working in sales and I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. So each week I'll break down all the strategies that you need so that you can attract your ideal client with ease, be booked out with paying clients and make consistent sales each month without a hint of sleaze, desperation or being the slightest bit pushy. Sales really is simple when you know how and I promise you, if you implement what I teach each week, you'll end up loving sales. So let's dive straight in, let's overcome your fears and let's learn just how simple selling really is. Welcome back to episode two. Thank you for carrying on and and listening. I do appreciate it. So I know your time is valuable. Today, I'm talking about um, the mistakes that I have made in my business, particularly in the first couple of years of business. The mistakes that I've made. My aim is to share my mistakes so that you can avoid them. You don't have to make the humdingers that I made. Now, the reason I made so many mistakes is because I tried to battle on alone in the first couple of years because I was, I thought, you know, I'm not making that much money. I can't afford a coach. I can't afford anybody to help me. Coaching is what you get when you're making big bucks. That's what I thought. That was my mistake, number one. So I tried to battle on alone and um, I downloaded all the free stuff, everybody's free guides, five tips to this, 10 ways to do this, seven tips to do this. And I tried to piece it all together and I, I did everybody's free boot camps and I did everybody's free challenges of how to grow my business and how to do a lead magnet and how to do content and all of that. And of course, when you do that, you're, I'm not saying that their processes don't work because there's some awesome coaches out there, some awesome people online helping you to grow your business. But the trouble was, I wasn't following one person's advice. I was probably following about 10 people's advice, which means I had a bit of like shiny object syndrome. So I'd follow one person, you know, she'd be doing a boot camp. So I'm like, right, yeah, we're up for for that boot camp. I do a boot camp. But of course, she's only ever going to give like, you know, a fraction of what she teaches you because she wants you to buy your course. And of course she does. So I'd be following her little tidbits of advice. Then there'd be someone else who'd be doing another challenge. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not quite getting the results yet. So I'll, I'll go and follow this woman. So then I'd start doing her bits. I'd still be doing a little bit of what woman one told me, coach one told me. Then I've, I've now picked up these new bits. So I'm, I'm now doing a little bit of what she's telling me. Then there's somebody else. So I do exactly the same. Somebody else do exactly the same. So what I'm actually doing is doing little bits of everybody's process. I'm not following one process religiously and consistently. I'm trying to do little bits of everything. And I'm not really sure what's working and what's not working. So I'm starting to make some sales, but I've got no idea which bit, which process, which way of working is actually helping me. So what I'm doing is I'm doing them all. So by this stage, I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning because I've got to do some work. I've got to, you know, do what one coach says. I'm working whilst um, this stage, my children were still at home. So I'm working in nap times or when they go see relatives or whatever, um, go to a club. I'm trying to do work then. Then they go to bed. Then I'm staying up till nine, 10 o'clock, sometimes 11 o'clock at night doing work because I'm not following one person's process. I'm following five people's process, which is is troubling my workload. If I'd have just realized that 
That short-term investment, yes, it would have been a stretch. It would have been a big bloody stretch. But in the long run, I'd have saved myself probably two years of heartache, late nights, early mornings, stress, anxiety, feeling like crap because I still want building my business. I still wasn't making the money I wanted to make. What I should have done is gone and worked with that person, signed up to one of those people's programs, the person that I thought could help me best, and got all the advice rather than trying to do bits of the advice. Because, of course, why would they give you all of their process? Um, why would you sign up with them? So you're always, you know, when you're just relying on free stuff, you know, and then I was searching YouTube, trying to find the rest of the information, trying to find the other answers. Well, of course, if you have ever been on YouTube trying to find answers, it doesn't take you long before you're down a rabbit hole and you've no idea where you are. You've watched a video thinking this is the solution only to get, you know, 20 minutes in and go, this is not what I need. You've wasted another 20 minutes. So if I'd have just gone, you know, all in, invested in a coach way before I did, got the help that I needed, I would have been so much further ahead in my business, so much flipping quicker. So that was my first mistake that I made. The second mistake I made, which again was a bit of a humdinger, but this really tied into mistake number one of not getting a coach was not knowing who my ideal client was. I'd I'd done like free challenges where people would say, you need to know your ideal client and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really know how to work it out. I didn't know why I was really working it out. I didn't really know what to do. So I did. I made the mistake, which so many people in business make, and they try and sell to everybody. So when I first started my business, I was I was a career coach. So that's what I'd always done. That, was, that felt like the obvious thing to, to do. So I was a career coach. So I was helping people, um, you know, with their CVs and get promotions and get new jobs and all that kind of jazz. But I wasn't specific about who I was helping. I would basically help any man and his dog. Anybody who turned up at my door, I would help because I was so desperate for sales. And that's all I focused on was, oh my God, I've just got to get money in. I've got to get money in, got to get money in. So it felt like the most obvious thing to do was broaden my client base. So if I could work with everybody, because you know, all these people wanted to change their jobs, then I would earn more money. Now, it took me two years, two flipping years of painfully trying to work out why I wasn't making sales. Now, by this time, I'd completely given up hope on being a career coach because I was getting a few clients, but they were all wanting discounts. They were all umming and ahhing at my prices. Nobody really saw me as an expert. Nobody saw me as like this authority in my field. There was all these other competitors that were doing so much better than I was. And I just, I concluded that it must be me. I must be crap. That's why no one's coming to me or very few people are coming to me. It felt like the people who were coming to me, you know, 60% of them were people that nobody else wanted to work with. And I was working with them because I was desperate. So by this time I'd, I'd given up all out. So I'd moved and I'd become more of a mindset coach because what, what I'd realized was actually the reason they're not getting jobs isn't because of their CVs. It's because they had no self-belief. So I was like, right, this is, this is what I'll do. This is great. They'll make sales from it. Well, of course I didn't make any sales because I still haven't got a coach by this time, still trying to find muddle through it all on my own. 
And I'd still not worked out who my flipping ideal client was. So again, I was like, well, everybody suffers with mindset. Everybody's got a mind. So I can help anybody who's not confident. Anybody with low self-esteem, that's who I'll help. But of course, the same thing happened. So yeah, I got I got a few clients. Some of them were amazing. I'd, I'd learned a bit more by this time, you know, my clients, had in, I got better clients, people I really wanted to work with. But it still wasn't, I still wasn't in a position where I was making loads of money. And, and that's, you know, that's what I set out to do. I wanted a business that I could make lots of money in where I could do what I loved. I didn't have to work loads of hours. I'd left the corporate world where I had to work uh, eight o'clock till seven o'clock. Those, those were my car hours. I wanted a job where I could have some freedom. I didn't, I didn't want to be going in and, you know, oh, can, can I leave at six? I've got to go to the dentist, you know, it's, and then having to beg to leave at six o'clock as if that was early. I wanted to make as much money as I could doing what I was loved, helping people um, and not working as, as many hours. But none of this was happening. None of this was happening. So I was like, what, why have I left this job? At least I was getting paid decent money. At least I was getting big bonuses. At least I had money in my pocket. And the thing is, when you don't know who your ideal client is, when you're trying to market to everybody, you're trying to attract everybody, your message is so flipping vanilla, nobody listens. Nobody listens because it's not specific to anybody. And people... People want to work with an expert. So if you, let's say you busted your knee up and you, you know, you needed a new knee, who would you want to fix it? Would it be somebody who's just a generalist who fixes noses and teeth and arms and knees and ankles? Or would you want a knee specialist? You would want a knee specialist, wouldn't you? You'd want somebody who'd done this before, who was, you know, knew all about knees, knew all about the ins and outs of knees. You would go to that person. And it's it's the same in your business. People are going to use you because you are the expert, because you help a specific type of person solve a specific problem. And you are known in your market, in your niche, for being the person that does that. So I want to be known as the person who helps women, predominantly mums in business, hit their first 5K by teaching them how to make sales, how to attract their ideal client, how to convert them into sales, whilst also helping them manage the mindset, helping them manage the fears. That's what I want to be known for. So if you're somebody who wants to make a million quid, I'm not the right person for you because I'm not there yet. Now, as I grow, my ideal client will grow with me. They'll want to earn more money. But we've got to be very specific about how we talk to that person. So all of our content, the carousels you produce, the reels you make, the live videos that you do, the story posts that you create, all need to be talking to that one person, that one ideal client, so that he or she, you've got to choose, sits up and listens. You want that person nodding along to your videos. You want that person nodding along as they're reading your content, as they're going through your website. You want that person to go, oh my God, are you in my head? You are, it's like you're reading my thoughts. Now I get that a lot. I get a lot of messages from people saying, it's as if you've looked in my mind, you've took the top off my mind, you've looked in and you've read exactly what I'm thinking. Now, the reason I can do that is because I know my, my ideal client so well. Now, my ideal client is me three years ago. 
Because I, three years ago, I wasn't making the money I wanted. I wasn't hitting 5K months consistently. I wasn't attracting a steady stream of leads. I wasn't converting these people into clients. I wasn't working regular hours, the hours I wanted. I was working all the bloody hours God sends. So I know how my ideal client feels. I know the emotions they go through. I know how they try and juggle being a mum and the mum guilt that they have, how frustrated they get, how horrendous it feels to ask your husband for some money to buy shoes, um, how crap it feels not to have your own independence and how you know, you've lost that sense of identity, how you were once this high flyer who earned all this money in the corporate world and you had nice holidays and you paid for things yourself. How crap it feels not to be the person who's providing that. You know, how your husband's got to pay for all the kids' stuff and buy them new shoes and pay for your haircut. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's just not what I wanted. And it just made me feel crap. Now, because I have experienced that myself, when I create content, I create content that speaks to my ideal client because I know exactly what they're going through. Now, when I talk about that stuff, my ideal client will be sat nodding. You might even be listening to this nodding away going, that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly what goes on in our house. That's exactly how I feel. Now, I'm not saying your husband's an ogre and they don't want to give you money. It's just that I do not want to ask for money. If I see something, I want to be able to buy it. If I want to have an extra hair balm at the hairdressers and it's 30 quid, I don't want to think, oh God, it's more money out the family pot. I just want to go, yeah, I'll have nice hair, thanks. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the, you know, a different scenario, but it's just not what I wanted. But if I didn't know my ideal client, I'd be talking about random stuff that I was hoping resonated with them. But because I know what's keeping them up at night, when I put a post out there, when I put my offers out there, when I put my free challenges out there, when I do my videos, when I do this podcast, I am talking to that person because essentially I'm talking to myself three years ago. Nine times out of 10, we are our own ideal client a few years ago. We want to help the people that are struggling with the same struggles that we went through. Now, of course, in business, we have to have an audience to sell to because, you know, you don't need me to tell you if there's nobody there to buy, you're not going to make many sales. So we've got to create an audience and that could be on LinkedIn. It could be Instagram. It could be a Facebook group. It could be wherever. It could be offline. But we need an audience because if we haven't got an audience and an audience isn't just followers, right? So, so people following you on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatnot, they are not your audience. They're just merely people who've clicked follow. An audience needs to be engaged. They need to be nurtured. They need to be interested in what you are selling. So they've got to know you. They've got to know who you are, what you do and how you help. They've got to like you because even you could be the best person at what you do. You could get them the best results, better than anybody else. But if they don't like you, they're not going to work with you. It's the same for you. You you won't work with somebody just because they're amazing at what they do. If they rub you up the wrong way or you just don't gel or they talk, you know, they they just don't get your world, you won't you you won't work with them. And it's the same for you. You've got to you've got to talk about things, share things, your own backstory, your behind the scenes, things that happen to you, your struggles, your failures that make people buy into you. 
that that warm to you, that like you, and they've got to trust you. They've got to trust that you can deliver the results that you promise. So you've got to create an audience of loyal and engaged people, ideal clients. But if you don't know who your ideal client is, how are you ever going to do that? How are you ever going to bring those people in? Because people have got to follow you for a while before they're going to buy from you. It's very rare that somebody will just follow you for you know 30 seconds and sign up and there you go, there's a client, particularly if you're charging you know, high ticket. They'll want to get to know you. So if you're not talking about stuff that resonates with them all the time, if you're trying to speak to everybody, so one minute you're talking about stuff that really hits home, it hit really speaks to them, but then the next minute you're talking about something completely different, they're going to switch off. But if you're talking about stuff that happens in their life that they're struggling with, you share a struggle that they're struggling with, you share um, a win or how your life is now that they aspire to be, you share little funny anecdotes, you share some behind the scenes, you share stuff that helps them, hacks, tips, advice that helps them move forward, then they're going to stick around so that they can stick around long enough so that they can build that know, like, and trust. Because without those three bits, those three ingredients, they're not going to buy. So it's so important to understand who your ideal client is. This is the first thing that I do with my one-to-one clients is work out who the heck are you selling to? Because without that, Selling is going to feel really hard. It'd be like wading through bloody treacle. Trust me, I did it for two years and it's a nightmare. So if this is you, if all of this is resonating, you're like, oh my God, yes, this is me. This is what I'm going through. I just want some clients and I don't really know who I'm selling to. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what content to produce every day. I have no idea what to talk about in a Facebook Live or Instagram Live. Then you need to start with your ideal client. So just get a bit of paper out just brainstorm. Like, who is this person? And think of him or her as one person, like give them a name. You know, are they married? What's, what's their husband called? Kids? What, what, you know, who are they? How old are they? What, what are they? uh, How old are they? Um, you know, does she work? Where does she work? Does she have her own business? Does she work in the corporate world? What salary does she earn? What, when she's lying in bed at night, what's keeping her up? What problem has she got? And what's the ripple effect of that problem? What's the bigger consequences of that problem? What worries her? What causes her stress? Who else does it impact? How does that show up in her life? How does that make her feel? Does it impact her at work? Does it impact her with her friends, her health, her money, relationship with her kids, her husband? How does it impact her? What would she pay to solve? What problem has she got that she would invest in or he would invest in to solve and and keep going until you've wrote like 50, 60 sentences about this person. I want you to know them like you know your best friend. I want you to know what what they're thinking. Those thoughts that they don't tell anybody else, what are those thoughts? What are they thinking? And write them down. Because then when you've done those 50 statements and you've got this picture of who this is, Working out what your offer is, is so much easier because you can see what their problem is. You can see what they need help with and your solution provides that help to that problem. It becomes so obvious what content you need to create, what videos you're going to make, what reels you're going to make, what you're going to talk about, what parts of your life and your struggles and your celebrations you're going to share. You'll start speaking to that person. And when you do, 
that person, when they're ready, we can't force them into buying, but when they are ready to make that investment, I promise you, they will come to you and only you. So then there's no more chats about, well, I want it at this price and, you know, I'm negotiating and I'm not sure. They're, they're sold. They're bought in. They want to work with you because they know that they've got a problem that you can solve. Now, if you're sat there thinking, oh my God, Helen, I am your ideal client. You have just described me to a T. Then let's hang out on Instagram. Come and find me. I'm under this is Helen Walker. Just type that in. You'll find me. Now on Instagram, I share daily videos, daily tips, daily behind the scenes to help you attract your ideal client and make more sales. So come and find me on Instagram. I'd love to get to know you more. Now that's it for this week. I'm off to get the kettle on, make a brew, and you never know, maybe even put my feet up for five minutes. And I will see you next week for another episode. Well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Now remember, sales really is simple. It might not feel like it now, but I promise you it will. So go out there, show up, be visible and share your offers with your audience because people need your solutions. They need what you're selling. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Sales Made Simple. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time for another episode.